Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Lina Orlando, and welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. I do these events every Monday uh, at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time because I love to bring examples of people who, just like you, just like me, we're ordinary people, are having an extraordinary spiritual awakening. I love to bring examples for you of a variety of ways that we all walk this path to the one source of all that is. And today it is my pleasure to introduce you to Mary Yersitz. Uh, and she and I, uh, we met because we are in a group in Atlanta and where we both live, the Atlanta um, suburbs called Good Karma. And it is full of fabulous women. And she just happens to be one of those fabulous women. And I wanted to introduce you to um, to you, but at the same time, I want to get to know her better. So, hello, Mary. Thank you for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Lania. So, my pleasure. Oh, this is so exciting. Well, I, I start these conversations with the same question, and that is, when did you begin to realize that there was more to life than what you had been taught that there is? When you realize that reality is not just what you see and, and feel and touch, that there was just something more. When was that moment for you? Well, I can tell you very specifically that it had to do with my mother. And my mother always had what I would call a sixth sense. Um, she was the oldest of seven children and kind of the matriarch of um, a large family unit, not so larger unit with my family, but I had the, um, I had the experience of losing her when <clears throat> I was 26 years old and I was married at the point, that point in time. And I just, I could not believe that that was it. Yeah. And so as it turns out, that's how I really started, um, I guess my quote, West into my personal spirituality and learning uh, from different people that were available in the Atlanta area. Um, and so it has continued over the years, but I think more so in the last um, probably eight years since I started doing this amazing artwork that was a gift that just surfaced. And, um, and so I, you know, there are days, and I'm sure a lot of you viewers can understand, you really feel like you're doing well with your spiritual growth and your personal uh, achievements and expanding. And then it's like, oh my God, I feel like I'm still in kindergarten. And it's like, it's ongoing. So every, every day brings something new to the plate. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It, it, it is. It, to me, it's, it's an expression of, of the infiniteness of the source of all that is, mm -hmm. that there is no end. What has ended, there was an end for me, and that was the end of searching for truth. Now it's an expansion of what that truth is. So, so the journey flipped for me. I'm sure it's probably the same for you, where once you tap into that source, there's no more seeking the source. There's only seeking what it knows or seeking, you know, the ways that it can express through me. Um, let me ask you something. So my journey also began when my mom passed away. Mm. 
and you were so young, 27, for me it was 41. The thing that activated my my seeking was my fear of going to hell because I grew up Catholic and with her prompting, the idea of of hell became really, oh my gosh, so such a big thing for me. What was what was it specifically about your mom's passing that had you really question what what else is there? The fact that I didn't want to lose communication with her. Ah, okay. And I was raised Catholic too, so I can appreciate some of that. But and without going into stories, I mean, there were certain things that happened when I was a child, like learning about we all are the body and blood of Jesus Christ, and me raising my hand and it says, "Well, that means that I'm God," and the priest just went, "Oh no, oh no, oh no, that can't happen." And so as I've become more comfortable with my spirituality and learning not to doubt when I connect with my divine source, I know I am in that God energy. I have no doubt about it. And a lot of people, unfortunately, it, it takes a while for you to, I guess, personally develop that faith and understanding that God isn't this punishing person that's out to get us. It, he's total love and has everything in our highest good for us to bring into ourselves to make ourselves better. He wants our lights to shine. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And speaking about of light shining, the it got really overcast outside. I had to turn on my light. So I'm gonna go turn on some other lights because I wasn't expecting to the light not to shine today. Yeah. But I'll be right back. That's fine. That's fine. So each of, each of you, you have your light to shine. There's no doubt about it. It's a matter of just believing that you can connect to your source and make that happen any time of the day, every day, whenever you feel like. You need Absolutely. to connect with the, your divine source. It is always there for you. Yeah. And now isn't that the essence of this journey is coming to that place and, and remembering that? Has that been the essence of it for you? I, I believe so. And the more I got comfortable with my gift of creating this beautiful energetic art, and I did not ask for that. The second pivotal moment in my life occurred, 2010, my dad at almost 97 passes away and boom, I had a mentor friend say, you know, I want you to do my energetic portrait. And I just went, wow, I guess I can put everything from what I've learned in my toolbox and make that happen. And so the journey started. Oh, well, before we get into that, tell me from, from the time that you started your journey when your mom passed away, tell, tell us about the journey. What were the things that you were discovering? What had that be different than who you were before that? Um, and also, if you don't mind sharing teachers or teachings that inspired you so that our audience can, can get more, more tools for their, you know, their toolbox. Okay. Well, okay. So, she passes and I start a connection with the spiritual group that was meeting in Atlanta once a week. Uh, one person was channeling um, a spirit energy 
And so uh, we, I just absorbed myself in taking a lot of workshops that had to do with the Kabbalah, the Tree of Life, uh, color and energy, um, and um, and there were there was an opportunity. Of course, they still call them this, but psychic fairs, and I started participating. And said they just my teachers then said you can do this, and so I really did not like doing. Uh, portraits for people and I would back up I was trained as an art educator so I've always loved art okay and so um, anyway so my career was in education but I started out as an art educator and so when I started believing that um, I could connect with source then I would interact um, by connecting with like you, you would give me permission and I would connect with you and your energetic, energetic uh, component, actually your heart chakra, that's where I went. Okay. Connect to your divine source and then out on this paper came these beautiful portraits. Oh wow. Yeah. Angels, spirit guides, whatever you wanna call them. And I was able to share information as, you know, I. Uh, worked on those portraits. At one point, I called them faces of consciousness. <laughs> and so that continued um, for a while until my educational goals um, led me to a different direction. And I'm sure my audience can appreciate that spirituality and the Bible Belt and education don't always blend together. <laughs> <laughs> But how cool that you started, because if you grew up Catholic, um, if it was anything like the Catholicism that I grew up with, we didn't study the realms of the, you know, the other worlds. We didn't go to the spirit world. We definitely did not no. listen to chanting, even no. though now I understand that so much of the truth in the Bible was channeled. But right. the... Um, so what was it like for you back then, if you remember, uh, shifting, opening up your mind to the connection that there is with the divine, that, that, that there are so many ways to tap into beyond what we have been told is where you can go to, to connect with God or connect with anything? I had a really good experience because I used, um, I guess, the uh, protection of the Trinity and that's something I brought from the Catholic belief, the power of the triad. And um, and and um, I, I was very comfortable doing automatic writing and conversing with um, the right group of people. I learned very quickly that in the educational realm, I had, I had to zip it up. <laughs> And I mean, we're in the Bible Belt. At some point, uh, I, I remember when I was teaching high school, this one teacher friend was so concerned about me, and she was so Baptist, and I have no problem with that. But I started getting mail, because this was back in the late 70s, from um, the 700 Club, and um, telling me the trumpeting was wrong, and... I was going to go to hell. I need to be to be saved by Jesus Christ all over again, and so I just I became very aware of who I could communicate with and not. 
Yeah, isn't that an amazing part of this journey that we begin to open up and connect with more of what is available for us to tap into? And all of it is loving, supportive, uplifting. It's so amazing. It's all about unconditional love, at least everything that I've tapped into. That's what it's been about. And yet, those are the very messages that those who are uh, who are afraid of the unseen world are missing out on but yet it's what they crave the most because it's what i craved the most before i started this journey was that unconditional love and the way the mind gets programmed our egoic mind is programmed to block the very thing that we're searching for right right unconditional so, love is selfish yeah, yes, yes. So then how how did you then create a community that support, was supportive of what you were experiencing that allowed you to flower and flourish inside of your new expanding awarenesses? Well, I believe I learned to, to change um, my communication to um, really working every day in a, in a school setting on being as positive as I could be, uh, helping people disperse the negativity. Um, you know, when you're an administrator, I wasn't teaching then. I was one of the bosses. So complaints, parents, teachers mad at kids, kids going, I didn't do it. And parents getting mad because you punished the kid and um, the child and over and over again. So it, it ended up being quite um, an extraordinary opportunity for me to number one listen to people and understand what their issues were and if they wanted a sense of peace then i and uh, help then i would hopefully have some words to share with them but i also learned the power again of what we're talking about unconditional love and um i i can radiate love to you to your facebook group right now just by saying i love you and so that became so important in uh, what i was doing with the, the school setting and teaching yeah so i ended up um the last phase of my teaching career was at a local university here where i taught juniors that were um, a year away from becoming elementary teachers. So it became very important to me to tell them the truth and tell them how to work with problems in a positive way. I taught them little energetic dances to let them release their pent up energy. Nothing that would be um, criticized by a parent, but just to, to help them. And then when I retired um, in 2016, um, I didn't have those restrictions. And so it became easier for me to uh, work on, you know, starting to talk to more people and open up my group of um, friends. And today, just like I'm sure you know, I have a lot of friends that just don't even want to hear anything about what I'm doing. Um, spiritually or workshops I'm attending or a priestess um, 
experience that I just participated in. Uh, but I, I, I have learned to deal with those people with love and caring and compassion and how can I help you? And they're the first ones that always say, I need you to pray for me. I need you to do this. And I'm going, oh, I will. Let me help you with that. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. Yes. It, it, same with me. Um, when I started this journey you know, about 18, 19 years ago, what began to happen was that the people who found what I was sharing uh, uh, offensive in some ways when I was talking about, I was listening to the, the the consciousness called Jesus. I was tapping into God. I was feeling the presence of the divine in me. And some of my Bible Belt friends basically were, who do you think you are? You know, that you're talking to, to Jesus. And I'm like, well, yes, and, but you can do it too. So that began the separation of the friendships. And till this day, I do have a few friends who who are not at all into this conversation, but I love them. They love me. And it's it's a very, it's a beautiful experience. But the bulk of my, the people that I now am friends with are really people who I've been coaching or teaching for the past 14, 15 years. And they have become really my my absolute closest friends because we share in common the desire to know truth, which means that inside of that truth we acknowledge the individuality of the soul in each other so so the judgments about our human follies drop away and the appreciation and the the pure um recognition of each other's souls has intensified so we meet each other at that that frequency which is a lot of fun but i want to ask you one more question about your your old life as an educator and then i, I want to jump into your connection with source and in your art. Um, but share, what do you see would be what would shift the education system into that 5D kind of new earth that we're headed to? What are gonna be the components that are going to really change how children are educated in the future? Okay. There have been, and there, continue to be school systems that are teaching children with attention issues, possibly emotional behavior problems, um, the power of meditation. And that, that takes a community that's going to support that. Um, it's going to be baby steps and I'm, I'm you know, you think fortunately or unfortunately, it's like in one of my newsletters a couple months ago, this whole COVID thing happened for a reason. No, none of us have liked it. I'm sick of it. Being in shelter in place because of age and whatever, but I, I want to get out and be with my friends and talk to people about my art, just like so many of us do. But it has... It, it happened for a purpose, a divine purpose. And what we need to do as individuals and family units and communities and understand this whole situation has given us an opportunity to grow closer together and become more aware of how we can help each other. And I'm hoping that the children 
as they go back to school are going to understand that. Um, some schools, you're aware. And if we have viewers out of Georgia, it's everywhere. But some school systems in Georgia are opening full tilt booking with a few online options, virtual options. Some school systems are virtual for the rest of through December. That becomes Board of Education's choices. If parents are open to that, that's fine. But <clears throat> we still, as communities and families, some of us have to work. And I really believe in praying for the power of this positive energy to help connect families that may need to start carpooling, helping each other, feeling safe with each other, and see more of a community effort instead of everybody going crazy around and about trying to get their day done and kids to ball practice and blah, blah, blah. So those are my hopes. Um, how the school systems can help promote that. I think the counselors hopefully will be available to do a great job with trying to help families that may have needs because of having to work and having, you know, issues. So it's a great opportunity. I, I agree with you. COVID to me is a wonderful opportunity. Well, everything to me is an opportunity because as a student and a teacher of A Course in Miracles, one of my the, the axioms that I have come to really uh, appreciate is that everything is a lesson God would have us learn. Because either we are living by God's laws or we're living in, in block, blocking God's laws. Basically, we're either expressing um, love and compassion and, and respect of the soul in another being, that whole point of namaste, or we're blocking it. So everything, COVID, everything is an opportunity for us to take stock of what are we bringing to the world? What are we making our reality, making real? Is it love or is it fear? So I, I love what you're saying. It's an opportunity for community to really move out of separation and everybody does their own thing and everybody fends for themselves yeah. and come together. So that is so beautiful. I can give you another um, example. Um, Please. Uh, Gia Ramirez Combs, she is the uh, creatrix of uh, the crystalline consciousness technique that you may or may not heard about, no. but she didn't ask for this information either. It was channeled to her, I think about 20 years ago, and she's been gathering more and more information to uh, enhance the technique, and of course she's teaching it nationwide, and she has certifications for teachers, but she made a comment um, about two weeks ago, I was listening to one of her modules and it made sense because one thing, and I'm sure you will agree with that, this line, fear, our fear right now is not equal to the love we have for people. And as fear still takes a priority, like, you know, I want my kids to go back to school, but I'm afraid some, you know, they could get it. Well, she made a very simple analogy that love and what you love and what you fear have to spiral together and move forward or upward, however we want to call it. And they can't operate separately. 
but the more and I agree that the more positive your energy and your unconditional love and your belief in your divine source every day as we work through each day this spiral of love bringing the fear along with it is going to neutralize the fear and it's like this healing is going to occur yes i i love that i use the the visual that was given to me for me to understand what was happening fear and love based in my life when i when i first began to connect with uh with source was to think of myself as as the electricity that comes into my house yes and my mind is the dimmer on the light switch where the electricity comes in and when i'm operating at love my dimmer is full on my light is shining fully and when i use my mind with negative thoughts with with uh fear-based thoughts i begin to dim my light so there is only light there is only love there is no source of anything other than light and love but through my conditioning to believe that i'm you know separate from god separate from one another um that i'm just a uh you know that that death is the end of me that sickness are are out of my control that other people can hurt me i begin to dim my light and in that that inability to tap into the very light that is in me i go external looking for sources of light outside of me so my fear is that i'm not going to have something outside of me feeding me light so that causes me to feel deficient and it creates a, a an experience of of having to go out uh, terror control looking for safety outside of myself but at but the journey for me has been number one to recognize that the dimmer is under my control yeah it's all based on my my thinking i've got to like it says in the bible romans somewhere i, I never remember the, the the right place but that i will be transformed through the renewing of my mind so my work has been to question my beliefs and as i release old thoughts thoughts that don't serve me that are not what what the course of miracles would say are not god's laws then my light increases my my ability to love increases my confidence increases my my joy my certainty my clarity all of those things increase so what you were saying fear is always there if i didn't did my light so it's always under my control now it took me a long time to accept that i was in total control of what happens inside of lina but until I took power back from the outside, I couldn't then tap into God's power because you can't have two masters or also as the Bible teaches, either I am idolizing external sources or I am, I am only aligned with one source, one master, and it has to be the master of love, um, whatever you want to call it. So I love your analogy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So once you began to realize that, that you, you have not only the gift of art, but you're understanding that love is the essence of who you are, then what began to, to happen in your life will begin to change. Now take us to, to the new Mary that was tapped into source. What have you discovered? 
Well, and that, that, of course, is continually ongoing. But the discovery was um, how, how powerful love is. That's number one. And how easy it is to generate love. This internal mechanism that we have, is just like you're talking about the dimmer, well, I'm going to put it inside me right now and just say my internal mechanism is so simple to turn on and um and radiate and radiate and for you viewers if you think we're but we're full of it you just you see you sit there you sit there you after whatever you go on with your day you create a situation if especially if, if you're uh, in the home with family members or whatever and you just sit down and you rest yourself and you tell yourself okay I want to radiate love from my heart to Joe and the dog Sam and the cat uh, Billy boy and see what happens as soon as uh, and Abraham Hicks has uh, been one of my inspirations here lately but she basically says that as soon as you you let you realize that you can create this energetic pulse of love in your body then you put your body you take your body out of it and you actually let your divine source make the connections that you want to make through the energetic channels it's that simple yeah, it is. It really is that simple. What What are some of the examples uh, in your life where, where love just changed everything, healed everything? Well, I, you know, when you have pivotal moments like losing a parent, you know, and, uh, and people have their own timing for how they deal with pivotal moments. But I feel like I have taking control of myself and um, connecting with my divine source to help me move forward in a much more positive um, and enlightened way so that I don't get stuck. Some people call that looping when you're just stuck in the same mindset minute after minute, day after day, whatever. You can't continue to loop. We've got to move. God gave us two feet. We move forward. If we're not mobile, we've got a wheelchair, whatever, but we move forward. And you do that not only physically, but with your thoughts yeah. and your actions. Yeah. Well, and that's why Einstein said you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. And the looping to me happens when we, when we don't question our own thoughts. And there has to be a willingness to allow something fresh and new. It's, it's like a pond. If yeah. there's not fresh rain or fresh water from a, a river coming in, it becomes stagnant. Um, it becomes, you know, just nothing, nothing good can grow in it. So we have to do the same with our mind. Keep it fresh. Keep it. Keep it. And I, I'm going to emphasize that because I have been given a gift with we haven't talked about my energetic art specifically yet, but the gift of this art is no different than anybody else having something that they love doing. Like I have a friend that loves to quilt 
and it gives her peace. And when she's finished with it, she just goes, ah, this is so beautiful. I loved every moment of doing it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's what, you know, personal gratification, when you love yourself enough to follow through with what yeah. you enjoy doing and making that connection, it happens. Absolutely. For me, it's dancing and gardening. And I totally get lost in, in whatever wants to happen through me in that moment that I'm either on the dance floor or, or playing in the dirt. Tell us about your art. I am so intrigued by it. So, Well, when I started it, like I alluded earlier on that um, I've had several wonderful teachers over my life and they've given me a lot of tools for my spiritual toolbox. And, you know, it's not a physical box, but it's there. And so I intuitively knew, and this came from guidance, um, to create a ritual. And rituals, I, I believe, are very important in all of our lives, oh, no matter how simple or complicated they might be. But my ritual very simply became um, doing an energetic cleanse. And it's not important for me to share what I do at some point if somebody wanted to, it's not a secret, but for sake of time. So an energetic balancing cleanse, just to clean the negativity, balance, ground myself with Mother Earth, and then um, call in uh, the connection for my divine source. And I use my heart chakra as that connection because it's, I believe, and, and Jesus did say this uh, through the teachings of many masters that uh, he is the connection to God. Um, and so divine source, I just connect to it. I, I know I'm connected to the inner God's pure energy. And I do light a candle. I use certain essential oils. I use pastels, chalk pastels. And so um, it's all intuitive. I don't say, okay, I need red, yellow, blue, green, white, purple. It just, they're right there. I just pick them. It's intuitive. I know when to start and I know when it's finished. And it takes about 90 minutes for the process to happen. And so I've done over, um, well, it's way over a hundred now between pieces that I have on my website that are original, some originals have sewn, but I've had the opportunity to um, connect with a really good printmaster. So once the energy is in the original art, the energy continues in the prints. And um, I enhance that to a certain degree with um, a technique I was taught by one mentor. And so the energy is, is always there and every piece is different. Every piece will speak to someone differently. And the purpose of the art is to let you focus in on a piece, center yourself with simple breathing, and then raise your, your energetic vibration. That's what this healing art does. It helps you 
without any effort on your part, just looking and breathing and doing a central focus, you raise your vibration, the energy then um, blends with your energy chakra centers of your energetic essence and the balance will occur. Yeah. So say more about what you have come to understand is, is why source uses, uh, well, not so much why source uses art because it uses everything to communicate to us. But what is it that, that you feel source really wants to communicate to people through this art that activates, you know, their, their own energetic centers? Well, I think just that very simply that they are, we are energetic beings. A lot of people don't get that. And, um, and a lot of people don't understand what your chakra centers are and whatever, but anything living is made of energy. Science will prove that. And so what this artwork does is very, it very simply in, in my viewpoint and one of my purposes with it is to help people understand that once they let the, the vibration of their energy frequency change and, and raise, then they're really connecting with their divine source. And that's the time, ask the question, enjoy yourself, get on with your day, and then wait for your answer. Your answer will come. It might happen just like that, or you'll have it at another time of the day. Yeah, because- in And so in my, the artwork is, a, it's a tool. It's a, it's a tool. Yes. Some people love crystals. This is, uh, this is a visual energetic tool. You can use it however. And I will tell you from the experiences I've had with many different people, I could show you the same piece right now. And I have a piece I can show the viewers. But every one of you will see and experience something different from it. That's how personal the energy becomes with the art. Yeah, I'm going to put here your website so people can find you, which is lifeforceenergeticart.com. Lifeforceenergeticart.com. And we'll put a, well, I, there is a link on the post in the Facebook post. Um, but isn't that amazing? The multidimensionality of source, of what we are, of the energy that, that everything is, is made of how it it connects with us in whatever way it needs to connect with us because different people like you said get out of your art whatever it is that they need to receive lots of us watch a movie and get different things from it we read a book and get different things from it we can see um hold a crystal and receive different messages feel different energy centers activate and we are so, so share in your opinion, why do you think that we're receiving all of these messages, all of this, this channeling is happening right now, all of this, this art activation, this connection with crystals, um, so many people are, are searching through. What, what are, are your thoughts on that? Well, I haven't done a lot of research um, into it since I'm a doctor of education sometimes I overkill something with my mind I'm a Virgo 
So I always go blah, blah, blah. But, but anyway, I, I absolutely feel like we are, um, our whole world is changing. And I'm not going to make a comment about the chaos in some of our cities, but chaos to me happens for a reason. An opening occurs, I think a mass uh, number of us throughout the world, we have opened to understanding that there's a higher consciousness, more for us to um, become alive and aware of spiritually. The chaos is happening. It's going to happen. It doesn't even matter. I mean, I have my own chaos, but if I'm sick of being at home for a few minutes and then I get over it. But chaos is good. It makes us grow. It makes us make decisions that are personal and as to how we each individually need to move forward. And from that, I absolutely believe then we become uh, better masters of our spirituality. And so uh, one of my favorite sayings, because I have a, a small number of journals that I've created from some of my art, but the, the message in each of these is that you are the master of your spiritual path. Nobody else, you are the master. Absolutely. We, I, I believe we each need to take personal responsibility. We have the, the ability to take personal responsibility for this new spiritually in, in engaging energetic vibration that is causing turmoil for some people, but there's a lesson to be learned with all that. Yes. And so once we think, I don't even know if we need to, to know what the lesson is at this moment, but we are going to reach an individual state of mastery to continue on and elevate even if you want to, if I want to call it upward or if I want to call it spiral or whatever. But our purpose here is not to stay buried under a rock where our purpose is to grow every day. And I, that's why I believe everybody with an understanding of source and that has a tremendous meaning to many different people. I don't judge you for what you believe your source is, but source is what we, our essence is and source is made to grow. It's made to, help us expand and grow like flowers and butterflies and and we have our cycles yeah yeah because source is infinite and that was something that i always thought was so interesting about this infinite omnipotent omniscient um being that i had been taught about but yet it was always put in a book and this was it. And it's like, it couldn't grow. It couldn't expand. And I always found that in religion was so contradictory to the words that I was being taught about God's source spirit, whatever you call it. Um, how do you stay aligned with source? Because for me, it, it's been a process of learning how to connect to source, like you were talking about, you know, my meditation, my letting go of negativity and finding 
that calm uh, center within me. And then my mind would start racing. I'd start judging. I'd start blaming. And then I was out of alignment and I could feel the tightness, the tension in my body. And it took me, oh my gosh, upwards of a decade of practicing on a regular basis to come back into alignment. And it's only really been in the, in the second decade and more specifically the second half of the second decade. So really in the last five years that I have been able to stay so much more, I, I don't work at it anymore. Yeah. It's not an effort. It is now when, when a thought comes in that wants to pull me out, I let go of the thought. I don't have to bring me in. I just let go of the thought that wants to take me out. Uh, so it's, it's been a process, but tell me how, how do you, uh, keep your alignment with source and what do you do when you pull out of alignment? Well, I'm going to refer back to Abraham Hicks. She's got some great videos on YouTube right now, but she's one that I recently, um, love her work. Played work with. And her example was just so simple. She's, she said, and she was describing like we, we have a vortex of energy that's ours and it's always like doing this. And so when you, when you think positive thoughts, you think love you, and you know, we've talked. Yes. I can now absolutely believe when I say source, I need to connect you with you. Boom. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I got rid of the little doubt, weebie-jeebies in my brain and, and it's gone. So, but her exercise is very simple. As soon as you get, as soon as you let a negative thought come into your mind, like, oh my God, if I go out and meet my friend to eat at this safe restaurant, someone surely is going to come in that has COVID. Well, what happens is you leave your vortex. So what do you do? You have to come back and you change that negative thought into a positive affirmation. I know that when I meet Jody at such and such, that we are going to be blessed and totally protected with our health. Period. That's, I mean, it's a very simple exercise, but, but I mean, it was, her vision was so powerful to me. Yeah. And so, and then when you put yourself back into that nice positive thought, then you can go, oh, I'm looking, really looking forward to meeting her. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the parents that are going to put children on the school bus going, oh, God, I hope you're safe and you come home safe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Then they're out of the vortex. Change it to a positive, affirming statement. I love you, and I know that God is protecting you, and you will come home safe to me. Yeah. That's simple. And it really, truth is so worry. Exactly. Truth is so simple. That's how I can tell anybody's out of the vortex that there are, there are, you know, three sure signs. They're in worry. They're in fear. They're in judgment. And the minute they, they start talking about judging somebody, I cannot believe she didn't wear a mask. They're in, they're, fear's present. Um, blame is present. There, there's somebody else that, that they're pointing at. And worry is a way that distract us from, from having faith. And but we have to cultivate faith in the unseen before we can see it manifested in our lives. 
you know, you and I go to Unity North and Unity North has five simple principles. The fifth one is the truth I believe is the truth I live. So, so many of us, especially in the spiritual communities, new thought movements, we've been trained into recognizing our thoughts create our reality, but few of us are committed to being very clear about the truth that we're going to believe because that requires that we give up our blame and our worries and our fears. We have got to make that commitment to align with only truth to begin to cultivate that trust, that faith in the unseen, because that's how powerful we are. We can put our faith in the unseen and expect the good, or we can put our faith in the seen and expect more of the problems. That is the only place where we have power. I mean, it's so simple. It is. And I know know you'll agree with this too, because just using our little scenario with uh, the negative comment about in the restaurant and the whole COVID, people that do that are so, out of their own vortex, they're more comfortable if they pull you out. Exactly. And so... Misery loves company. (laughs) Listen to us viewers. It's very simple. Change what their negative statement is to something positive to keep you in your vortex and, you know, just say perhaps this might make you feel better if you thought it about it this way and help them get themselves back in their vortex. Yeah, because such a simple thing, uh, it's so powerful and it's happening all over the place. This anger with people who don't wear a mask, it it is a total, you know, it's like, well, if you cared about me and other people, you would wear a mask. But what people don't understand is behind that is a belief that I can be victimized by what other people do, which is to give up your power automatically. Right. And it's like, you don't respect me because you're not wearing a mask. Well, what they're saying is, I don't respect myself. Exactly. And they're saying, I don't have faith in my mask. So I need to have two masks, mine and yours, for me to feel protected. Again, the, the looking at those thoughts would reveal exactly where we stand. But I love, I love what Abraham says. I love what, what you're saying. What I know is my truth is when I walk out of my house, I walk knowing that God goes with me wherever I go. That means well-being, happiness, joy, health is what is present as the vibration, the frequency that I take with me. Mm -hmm. So anybody who steps into my field is stepping into a field of, of alignment with the best, the holiest, the goodest, the most amazing energy that there can possibly be. So... (laughs) <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing thing when you recognize that. But I, I have to so enjoy this conversation with you. Please share um, anything that you want to share with our audience that that either gives some nuggets of your wisdom or more information about your 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 paintings. Maybe you might want to show one. I would love to see one. All right. <laughs> I may have to back up just a little bit. This one just uh, recently completed. Oops, let's see. Oh, lift it up a little bit. Oh, wow, that is so beautiful. Look at all those colors. 
And this was done spontaneously as um, an exercise in what I wanted to do in separating myself from the negativity around um, the, the COVID thing. Now, what ended up happening is that all these light beams, this is my interpretation, all these light beams just like, boom, surfaced and said, we're in this together. We're going to have a, a great opportunity to really work with our energies together and, 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 have, and enjoy a much better life around us. Yes, I love that. That is so beautiful. And so the um, after I do a piece, then an intuitive message comes. And the message was experience the beautiful feeling of the new energies you and so many others are creating as you continue to move forward in this dance we call life. Open yourself and awaken to new insights. Make everything you do each day a testimonial to your creative gifts from your divine source. Share your insights and love with others. You're the master of your spiritual path. And so every piece that uh, I have on my website is unique. Each has its own special inspired message. And um, I've had so many people say that, Mary, your prices are really reasonable. Um, I do have, for people that live in the Atlanta Marietta area, Heart Sewing Art that is owned by Sharon Reagan in the East Marietta Shopping Center. She right now is is is, um, is is my specialty carrier of prints that you can purchase without going online if you want to go and sense and feel them and be with them. But each of these pieces are going to energetically speak to you. And it just depends what it is that it's that will help you understand and appreciate that just by experiencing the energy, you can connect with your divine source. That simple. When you connect with source, you are creating the belief that you are healing your body. When you heal, when you balance your energies through source and, and love, you're healing your body. It's that simple. It's that simple. Truth is so simple. So, you know, you just shared a wonderful, wonderful nugget there with uh, those who are watching this now or who listen to podcasts later. Um, but I want to go ahead and put on here one more time um, how people can find you. So go, go to Mary's website, Life Force Energetic Art. Life Force Energetic Art because you know it's beautiful it's powerful so what is the thing that you are most grateful that has happened in your life that has allowed you to come to know the truth that i'm going to say has set you free to live your best life well my testament is my two wonderful parents if i didn't have wonderful loving parents that frequently disagreed with me. Of course, I didn't have my mother long enough, whatever. But they each created this um, inspiration of love and belief in God 
which I'm calling my divine source. And I'm always going to be grateful to them for that. Always. That is so beautiful. Well, I am grateful for them too, because um, if it wasn't for them, I would not have had you here today. So thank you so much, Mary, for spending this time with me. And for and my pleasure. Oh, it's just so beautiful. For those of you who are um, uh, regular uh, with me on Friday at one o'clock, I've got a, a wonderful guest and you're going to love her. We're going to talk about how to navigate the world today with what's going on with guidance that she receives, guidance that I receive. So it's going to be really more about specifically what's going on today. So Mary, thank you for being here today and sharing your light and for putting your artwork out there to inspire and connect and activate for so many the truth that is already inside of us. You are a blessing. Love you, sister. Thank you so much. May all of you be blessed today. Thank you all. Bye-bye.